This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today, the White House explains why they are rejecting FEMA aid to Ohio, but is it actually true? Uh, Joe Biden's doctor says he is fit for office. There's just one little problem with that uh, declaration. We will get into that. And an update on one of the balloons our military shot down from the sky. I'll give you a spoiler on that one, too. It's just really, really embarrassing. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Happy Friday. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and I am joined today by Eric July, Blaze TV contributor and founder and owner of Ripaverse Comics, also joined by actor and producer extraordinaire Matthew Marsden, who everybody likes to listen to because his accent makes him sound very fancy. <laughs> but I'm not at all. You're not. So it's, it's a total fraud. You're it's not a, but fancy. I'll take it. Yeah. Intelligent and fancy. <laughs> I'm neither of those things. <laughs> but you sound like you are. Yeah, no, no, you I, are. You are. Stop let it that. continue. Um, so I want to remind everyone, this is going to be the last time you're going to hear this announcement because next week it's actually going to happen. There's been some confusion on what's taking place. If you are watching on YouTube... You are watching one of two places. You are either watching on Blaze TV's YouTube or you are watching on the News and Why It Matters YouTube page. We are staying on YouTube. I've seen people like, oh, well, I'm going to miss you when you go behind the paywall at Blaze TV because we can't afford a subscription. We appreciate our subscribers very much and we do some exclusive content for them as well. But this show is not leaving YouTube. It's just going to move exclusively to the News and Why It Matters YouTube. So that we've, there's a, a visual there, right there. If you are already subscribed to this page, nothing changes for you. You're still going to get the show every day. If you are only watching on Blaze TV's YouTube, you're going to lose the show come Monday if you don't go over to that YouTube that we just showed and subscribe so that you still watch the show. I hope that that has clarified things because I know there was some confusion. Um, but uh, make sure that you go do that because we don't want to lose you guys uh, on Monday. Oh, and by the way, there's no drama. People are like, they're moving the show because Sarah's leaving Blaze. I'm not, I'm not leaving Blaze. This is still a Blaze production. I'm not leaving Blaze. There's no drama. There's no drama. We just want to stop double posting it. And, you know, Big Tech doesn't like Blaze TV's YouTube channel very much. So we're going we're gonna to see how long it takes for them to hate me. I don't think it's going to take very long. I actually think I'm already on their list, but we're going to move it over anyway. Um, so I want to get into the uh, this Ohio train derailment story. It just keeps getting, um, A, more devastating to hear about, and B, more infuriating to see how the uh, federal government has, I would say, handled it, but really it's lack of handling it, right? Um, and, you know, the federal government... I think both of us, or both of us, all three of us at this table would argue, like, should not be involved in 
nearly all of the things that they're involved in. But if you're going to be involved in encroaching people's lives, now might be the time to do so over in East Palestine, Ohio. So uh, where we left you guys last was that Mike DeWine, the, the governor there, had been asking daily, asking the White House, hey, we, where's FEMA? We could really use some aid. We've got residents here who can't, they can't drink their water, even though you guys are telling us to drink the water. Uh, you know, they can't go back into their homes. They're having problems. We need some assistance. The White House continued to push back and say no. Well, they finally come out and explained why they have not granted uh, Mike DeWine's request for disaster relief. And they said, uh, you know, FEMA actually is on the front lines when there is a hurricane or a tornado. This situation is different. East Palestine, uh, needs are much more expansive than what FEMA can provide. So they're basically saying FEMA doesn't handle this type of thing. Now, that's not true because, I mean, I, it took me, it just, it just takes two seconds to Google. It's very easy. You just go and you look and on FEMA's own website, uh, they say in all of their materials that the president could make a disaster declaration under the Stafford Act uh, when an incident has catastrophic consequences. Now, this is taken from a PDF on specifically oil and chemical spills. So you would think that this would fall under the oil and chemical part of FEMA. And uh, this is the oil and chemical incident annex that where this is coming from. So obviously very few chemical incidents have ever involved a Stafford Act declaration. But the idea that the, the White House, the same White House, by the way, who was fine saying uh, we have the power to force you to take a jab that has not that has no long term testing. Right. The same White House by the way, who takes it upon themselves to say it's okay for the federal government, you know, it's okay for uh, states, whoever, to, to force restaurant owners to shut down, to force business owners to shut down. It's okay that we can, we have all of this force that we want to use on you, the American citizen, but when it comes time for them to actually butt their nose in something they, I don't know, maybe people would argue should be butting their noses into, they're quiet. Meanwhile, of course, I like to remind you guys every day they're spending billions of dollars of your money sending it over to Ukraine to help Ukrainian citizens when the people in East Palestine, Ohio, can't figure out what the hell is in their water. I want to play for you J.D. Vance, Senator J.D. Vance, who is over there in Ohio. He, he rubs a stick in the creek and, and just looking at what comes out of the water, like there are big freaking problems there that need to be addressed. Watch. Hey guys, so I'm here at Leslie Run and there's dead worms and dead fish all throughout this water. So, something I just discovered is that if you scrape the creek bed, it's like chemical is coming out of the ground. Can, can, you, show, can you come here? And, and let me just show this to people. I don't know if you're gonna be able to see this on the camera, but watch this. Oh, you can see it in the camera. Just see that chemical pop out of the creek. This is disgusting. And the fact that we have not cleaned up the, the, the train crash, the fact that these chemicals are still seeping in the ground is an insult to the people who live in East Palestine. Do not forget these people. We've got to keep applying pressure. That's how we're going to fix this problem. So, I mean, you know, we, we've got our EPA telling people, you, well, it's safe. You can drink the water. You've got the federal government telling people it's okay to go back to your homes, even though all of the reports on the ground are that we have people who are going back to their homes for short amounts of time. And they're like, my eyes were stinging. They're burning. My skin felt, you know, itchy and it got red and I couldn't stay for very long. Even though 
Of course the federal government, they're all the experts, right? They know. Everything they tell you is gospel. Of course it's safe to go back to your home. Of course it's safe to drink the tap water. I've seen videos of a, a woman adding milk to her coffee that was made with the water from this particular area. And, and the coffee fizzes. When the, when the cold milk is dropped, the coffee fizzes. It, 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 that, that doesn't happen in normal coffee. But the government is telling you it's... It's okay. It's safe. Just like all of the other things that they have imposed upon you, it's safe. Don't worry. I want to play one more clip of J.D. Vance, who is uh, challenging the EPA to uh, come on over. Come on over to Ohio. We have a big glass of water for you to drink yourselves if you think it's safe. Watch. <laughs> um, you know, it reminds me of that scene in Aaron Brockovich where she puts the, the water in front of them and says, if you think it's clean, we brought this water from, uh, you know, the, the, the community that was affected. Uh, look, I think that if the EPA administrator wants to stand here and tell people that the tap water is safe, by all means, uh, they should be willing to drink it. Are you? Uh, no, I just told, uh, I told Tom, I think that uh, if I was living here, uh, I would drink the bottled water for now, better safe than sorry, especially since it's being provided for free. Uh, that's the guidance I would give it again. You know, residents are gonna make their own decisions on this, but my honest personal advice is I'd be drinking the bottled water right now. The total and complete negligence of the Biden administration on literally everything that has happened in the country since he took office continues to astound me. I feel like I should not be surprised. And yet it still astounds me. Well, I think there is a different a lot of different levels to take with this that we have to take into consideration that set the scene. Now, with the federal government and whether it be with the EPA and their other sort of uh, organizations, they already have, and it applies to virtually all states, certain rules that apply to where even the individuals, the governments that are within those that territory cannot act. We can make this personable or personal by looking at what happened with the whole um, ERCOT situation here, where you had, which is silly that this had to happen where Abbott had to request from the federal government that they be able to use their own energy. Mm. That's a thing. So the thing about the, that makes the government so dangerous, because I think we get way too short sighted when stuff like this happens. We want, all right, well, it's immediate aid. It's immediate fix the problem. I'm looking at it like, all right, let's look at what caused the issue. We can't do anything about what happened now, but let's try to prevent it. And that is that the government, the federal government in particular has monopolized pretty much every everything they they set the the rules per se on how energy can be used uh they and they're taxing you to do it way too much on that so you have in, uh, institutions that are within the geographical area let's say in ohio or wherever that are giving money to the federal government they're saying we're going to withhold the money even though we stole it from you we'll give it to ukraine We'll give it to all sorts of other welfare statism and we'll pick and choose as far as how much we're going to spend to do that. Just look at what happened with the whole COVID stuff and how much money was spent by the federal government multiple times. When they actually want to act, they certainly will act and spend. And that's my fundamental issue with how the federal government operates. Really, all governments, for that matter, operate. But more specifically, the federal government and that they govern over, over so many pe uh, people and, what, and, they, and they set the rules. So when crap hits the fan, everybody has to look to them and say, hey, you're supposed to be saving us. And then they, at their own discretion, can decide whether or not they're actually going to 
to do that. And oftentimes they'll say, mm, no, is it for politics? Is it not? Who knows? But either way, the fact that they get to make the decision and they're doing it with the money that you had. Mm-hmm. This is the thing I'm trying to get Americans to understand. This is why regulation. This is why uh, more governmental control needs to be scaled back to prevent instances such as this. This isn't a problem that just manifests itself because of, of some spill of chemicals. That's not what it is. This is talking about decades of issues, and it has the American people that are so accustomed to looking to the federal government, asking and expecting them for help. And what happens when they when they don't do anything? People sit there and like, oh, wh- what do we do? What do we do? Yeah. <clears throat> Small government. Yeah. Right. I mean, that, that, that's it in essence, right? What we're saying is, is the, the government has become this big bloated monster that has its tentacles in absolutely everything, tends to get involved in things that it really shouldn't. And we're seeing this a lot, right? We're seeing them come into our homes, into the schools, and as we've, you've spoken a lot about, you know, the transgender this and that. And, this. and when really what, if they are going to do anything, what they should be doing is things like this, right? Fixing this, like making sure we get a really good um, orderly withdrawal from places like Afghanistan. Like that's what they are meant to do. And as Eric said, and I was waiting for Eric to say like, the government's got to go. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, is even when it comes down to, you know, and I have this look, I come from a country which is pretty much socialized, right? England yeah. is, is pretty much socialized. And the concept of actually a community coming together and working together to solve a problem is gone, right? right? Yep. So, so what happens is you are looking to the overlords, and, and look, we, we, we see this even in families, right? Like if your kid uh, punches, uh, uh, punctures a tire, teach him how to fix it, mm-hmm. and when he does it again, tell him to go and fix it the way that you taught him to do it. So then what you do is you, you become the problem solvers. You don't look to these, the overlords, because if you look to the overlords, then they have power yep. over you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what this is all about at the end of the day. And so, uh, and again, I know, like I said, I, I love Eric and what he says about this, I'm totally on board, is which we, we will never see this unless we get some really courageous politicians that are going to say, actually, I'm going to give myself term limits and I'm actually going to cut back on the things that I, that I believe that we're getting too involved in. Because again, it becomes about money and power and this and that. But the truth of the matter is, is this is going to continue to happen unless we have a reduction in government. Mm-hmm. If we take away the bureaucracy, because like you said, it's all like, oh, well, I've got to ask this guy for permission. Yeah. for right. Like, how can a governor, how is it a governor of a state which is pretty much, let me tell you, because I'm from Europe, like you can fit England, I think, into Texas like six times. Yeah. Right, it's a country yeah, right. on itself. It's right. you know, California is the fifth big, biggest economy in the world. They should be well, apart from him because he's a moron, right? <laughs> that doesn't know what he's doing with his hair, right? <laughs> but um, you should be able to fix your own problems. Like you should be able to go to the border and solve your own problems at the border, yeah. right? And everyone yeah. else can do whatever they want, but. Small government people, like, please, if you have a candidate that's saying small government, please vote for them. Yeah, I got to tell you, if, uh, if, if they just turned over the border to, like, my community right here, we'd have it solved. Oh, yeah. We'd have it solved real damn quick. Let me just tell you, it's very simple. Um, all right, we've, uh, we've got more to come, including, if you can believe this, uh, Joe Biden's physician has come out and signed off on Joe Biden being fit for office. There's just one... Small problem with that. We'll get into that after the break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Moink. So 
Look, 60% uh, of United States pork production comes from a company that's owned by the Chinese, and they give their hogs something called ractopamine, which is banned in like 160 countries, including China, but you're going to find it in your grocery aisle every day. That's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the foods that you are buying in the grocery store. If you want to buy cleaner and better, you got to try Moink. They deliver grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pork, chicken, wild-caught Alaskan salmon. They're going to deliver it directly to your door. And Moink farmers farm like our grandparents did, so you really can taste the difference. We all know the family farm does it better. Um, the Moink difference is like, okay, so let me tell you this. We, before we found Moink, we, uh, you know, we bought bacon every once in a while. And I mean, my son was like, he's American, so he likes bacon, okay? But he wasn't like obsessed with it. And then when we started bringing Moink into the house and, and we would do the Moink bacon, and now he's like, can we please have Moink bacon? Can we please have Moink? Like everything he asks for when it comes to meat, he literally says Moink because he tastes the difference too. It really is the best meat that you can get. You can keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash news right now. You will get free filet mignon in every order for a year. Beef is expensive. Don't sleep on this deal. It is moinkbox.com slash news. That is M-O-I-N-K box.com slash news. White House physician Kevin O'Connor claimed in a memo yesterday that the results of Joe Biden's most recent physical shows that he is in sufficient shape to remain serving as president of the United States. Uh, I would just like to just slide in there. There was no cognitive test that was administered. So he said uh, he's a healthy. Tell me, I'm going to read you guys a statement and I'm going to ask you guys <laughs> if this sounds like the Joe Biden that you know. President Biden remains a healthy, vigorous 80-year-old male who is fit to successfully execute the duties of the presidency to include those as chief executive, head of state, and commander in chief. He also listed that he was, you know, he's treated for like reflux, seasonal allergies, uh, neuropathy of the feet, a stiffened gait, atri uh, non-valvular atrial fibrillation. None of these uh, are serious, he says. And, you know, again, no cognitive test. I wonder why. Possibly because if they did one, they would know that he would fail it spectacularly. So they're like, well, we just won't give one. And then we don't have to say that he failed it. That's the only that's the only conclusion it's, I can come like to. It's like that, you know, the Healthy, whole, vigorous. <laughs> no, not Joe He's Biden. He's vigorous. But it's like that whole, like, uh, you know, we investigate a meme that is. Like, we've investigated ourselves and failed no kind of wrongdoing. It's essentially what this is, where it's like, hey, our guys are saying that he fit, and therefore he is, when... Clearly, anybody with, I mean, you don't even need a whole brain, a quarter of a brain can see, because that's what he has, but a quarter of a brain can absolutely see that that guy ain't got it all upstairs. You know what I mean? And it's obvious, it's painfully obvious, and to try to present it to the American people just because some expert, I mean, it goes to show why people don't trust these experts yep. anyway. Like, because you, you, we shouldn't see this guy who is losing it, and then you're going to sit up and tell, oh, he's not only good, he's good, he's doing great. He's vigorous. You know, he's vigorous of all That's things. what I think. That's like, no, nah, man, he's falling upstairs, he's out of his mind. <laughs> like, that guy got some problems. And 80-year-old people often do. Right. So it's not even, right. even anything that's saying, like, uh, anything that's able to this. I mean, the dude's 80 years old. 
80 years of age, you should be sitting down somewhere chilling out. Right. Like other 80 year olds should be doing. Instead, we're expecting him uh, to, I guess, defend the country of the United States of America, which, you know, in itself is insane. Yeah, that is, he, Eric brings up a great point. It's like, do, like, are, are we really pretending like eight, any 80 year olds are vigorous? Yeah. No, I mean, look, I don't know about you guys. I, I don't know if I'm probably the only person that thinks this, but ev- like from the moment he announced that he was running, I was like, is there something, well, what is he going to say? Like, I don't know what he's going to say. This, I don't know. All right, you, you sit there and you wonder, like, what mistake yeah. is going to come out of his gob, right? And then I would, listen, I actually disagree with you on the experts because I think that whoever is pumping him full of whatever that is, I want some of it, <laughs> right? Because I've got a lot of kids and I need to get up in the morning and sometimes I can't do it. And I look at him and I'm like, how are you even, how are you even existing? I don't understand. He just look like, like, they kind of pull him out and then they like put some batteries in him and push him out and he comes out for like five minutes and then he walks off like this, right? And then he goes back into his closet. Yeah. I mean, it's like, do you remember that movie, The Reanimator? Like, yeah. I feel like he's been reanimated. I, I don't, but no, in all seriousness, of course he's not going to get a cognitive test. I, and I just wish, honestly, for me, I'd rather people say, He's 80, year, he's 80 yeah. years old. Right. You know, I, I'd have more respect for them if you said, listen, he's 80. Like, you know, sometimes things, do, because we've all seen it. It's not like it's hidden. Right. You know, as, <laughs> I mean, we've seen him say it and you sit there and what are you saying? I don't understand what that is. So I mean, just come out and say it, right? It's not like it's hidden. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, I, would, I would also argue like a physical test to me, is less important than a cognitive test when you're talking about the president of the United States. Like, let him let him sit around all day if he needs to, because his physically his body is too frail, but his mind is still there. He can still call the shots from the couch. Like, I mean, I would say I don't think any 80 year olds should be president. Right. Like, I, I just don't. Sorry. I know I'm going to get the Trump people in here like, but Trump. I understand. I do feel like Trump is uh, is some somewhat of an anomaly uh, because he does seem to like really have his wits about him. <laughs> like you don't see any feebleness coming from right. Donald Trump. But I just mean as a general rule, I don't think that a bunch of old people should be in charge of the country. But I'm just saying, like if there was, if you had to pick one test, I'm picking the cognitive test. Yeah. I, I, like that to me is way more important than any sort of you know physicality. Um, situation. Okay, I want to, before we run out of time, I want to go to uh, an update with these this balloon saga, right? So uh, last weekend, everyone was watching, like, are we going to be taken over by aliens? What's going on? There's all these UFOs. The government says they don't know what they are. They're shooting more balloons down. Well, it uh, turns out that uh, one of the UFOs that was shot down last weekend by the Air Force with, oh, just a $400,000 missile could have just been a $12 balloon uh, belonging to an Illinois balloon enthusiast club, which that's very cute that those exist. <laughs> this club is very, very cute. It's adorable. This is the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. They, uh, they said that they worry that one of its, they were trying to track one of their balloons that they had and it went missing. And um, he, they, they're worried that that was the mystery object that was taken out by the military over Canada. So, <laughs> by the way, shouldn't the FAA be worried about a balloon that goes that high? I mean, you can take down a jet liner by 
a duck or whatever, go, a bird going into the engine. Mm -hmm. Like you'd think that you'd be worried about a giant balloon that's flying at 60,000 feet, that that might like do a little bit of damage maybe, like be concerned about that. Like, I mean, I would also hope that like our military has the capacity and technology to be able to tell if it's a, a $12 balloon from Hobby Lobby <laughs> or if it's like something, you, you know, from another country that's being used to spot, like I, I'm not an expert, so maybe don't trust me. I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, it feels like there should be some differences there that we should be able to tell before we spend $400,000 shooting it out of the sky. You can imagine the Russians now, like, we will take over America with the cunning use of balloons. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, uh, it's embarrassing. I don't know, man. Like, um, that, that's cool, the little bull. I didn't even know that was a thing. Everybody that's has so their hobbies. Cute. I think that's. Uh, Look at them, they're so uh, cute. That's healthy. That's healthy, man. It's good no, that people have, so wholesome. have their uh, hobbies. I mean, unfortunately, you'll get a shot down with a $400,000 missile. Yeah, they're uh, like, can we get our money back at least? <laughs> yeah, God. That's a, lot, that's a lot of money you're spending on. On, on missiles, which is something you probably could have just poked with a pencil, and it would have <laughs> it would have went down. But uh, I guess they weren't available. Let's uh, go ahead and spin whatever. And I'm pretty sure that guy, whoever was sh uh, operating the vehicle, probably felt real good about himself. Like, look at look what yeah. the hell I did. I shot this damn thing down. Come to find out, it's some dude just. A bunch of kids and old folk just, hey, we, we want to play with balloons and we go throw one up there. And that's all that you did. And really what this is, on a serious note, this comes from them getting egg on their face with the first situation. So now it's like, okay, we're shooting down everything. We're trying to make yeah. sure everybody understands that we're in charge. And it's actually getting worse. Yeah. By the way, it's not only the $400,000 missile. It's, I think the other times they shut down with an F-22 Raptor, which is a ridiculous amount of money to actually get it fueled, get it up in the air. It's, I know it's, I don't know if it's like $40,000 an hour or more than that, like to have them up there in the air to scramble them, the, 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 the wages, the pilots. But here's a, li here's a little bit, apparently, I have a little bit of balloon knowledge on this. <laughs> I do. Do you belong to the balloon brigade? I don't, but I'm totally down with them because I think that's awesome. But... So apparently, when you put helium, helium or um, hydrogen, is it hydrogen? In the, in You're the, the expert, not me. I don't know, you helium or some of the helium, right? <laughs> and it's aluminium. Anyway, when you put that in a balloon and it goes up that high, it's not like it's pressurized down here, so it doesn't pop. So actually, if you did stick a pencil in it, mm. it doesn't deflate like mm -hmm. a, a pop. It actually contains the air. Oh. See how intelligent that sounded because I said it in a British accent? It's true. It's and, that you said, amazing? and you said alu aluminium. <laughs> it's aluminium. Aluminium. That did sound really yeah, fancy. And it, I was like, wow, I've been saying that wrong this whole time. Uh, <laughs> okay, we've got, uh, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Raycon. So, Raycon, we just recently had to buy another pair of Raycons at my house. Um, why? Because they were mine, and everyone in my family kept stealing them because they're so good. They offer premium audio at a really, really good price point. So um, I'm just saying, if you're spending money on earbuds that you are like have stems sticking out of your ears, that's dumb. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if it's offensive. It's just, uh, you, why are you weighing your ear down with a stem that is not necessary? You don't need it. You can get the same audio, premium audio quality, by the way, saving money, and have the earbud go directly in your ear and fit comfortably. And I work out in these puppies. They don't move 
Okay, so you got to try them. By the way, Raycon offers buy now and pay later options, and every purchase has a very, very easy and free return guarantee. But you're not going to want to return them because they're awesome. You can go to buyraycon.com slash Y to get 15% off of your order. That is B-U-Y, buyraycon.com slash Y for 15% off. Senator Josh Hawley announced legislation on Wednesday that would allow those who were harmed by undergoing sex change procedures as minors to bring legal action against the individuals and entities who provided the procedures. This is called the Protecting Our Kids from Child Abuse Act. And uh, this, just for those of you who may not recall or maybe you didn't catch the story, this comes after it was uh, it was his state, Missouri, that we had that whistleblower come forward and uh, talk about all of the, I mean, horrifying uh, abuses going on at the St. Louis uh, Children's Hospital, their transgender medical center, that they were, you know, uh, mutilating children and not giving informed consent. And I mean, it was just, it was really bad. I, I'm not a crier and I like choked up as I was reading it and talking about it because they're, I mean, this is a very uh, appropriately titled act, Protecting Our Kids from Child Abuse Act, because that's absolutely exactly what it is. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm not optimistic that it's going to go anywhere, which is the problem, right? We want to champion these legislators who put forth these bills that 10 years ago, I feel like would not have been controversial. It would not have been controversial. It would have sailed through the House and the Senate regardless of who was in power. And honestly, the only reason why it's not already on the books, this is what I keep telling people, the only reason why, let's take the state of Texas. The only reason why we're arguing about this right now and pushing lawmakers in Texas to ban children from being allowed to be mutilated is because lawmakers never concocted a world in which that would even be possible, right? Like 10 years ago, nobody thought, well, we better make sure to include protections for children from all of these doctors chopping their breasts off as young girls. We better make sure to include protections in the law for that because they may need to sue later. Nobody could have even comprehended that this is what was around the corner. That's the only reason why it's not on the books now. Well, now half the country or at least half of our lawmakers are totally woke and don't want to, I don't know, offend transgender people by saying like, hey, uh, what's happening to you guys in your community is devastating and we want to make sure to protect the people uh, who like aren't happy with it. And instead, I have to believe that um, this isn't going to go anywhere. And it's really frustrating for me because this should like it is the least controversial thing Ever. And somehow in 2023 in the United States of America, this is controversial. Yeah, I mean, from, from a strictly libertarian perspective, like this is like an act of aggression. Let's be clear. When you are mutilating children, uh, doing sometimes irre irreversible damage to children, uh, that is absolutely an, an act of aggression. And even in a libertarian, hell, anarchist social order, that's that's not a thing that you're going to be allowed to do. Right. Your probably head's probably going to be on a stake in the event that you even assume that that's something that's rightful. See, what happened with this whole <laughs> trans uh, nonsense is that unfortunately people allowed them to weaponize their own supposed victimhood 
in which these people have unfortunately claimed that in the event that you don't affirm and uh, validate their existence and whatever the hell is in their mind, that you're going to kill them because they are going to kill themselves. Uh, that's insane, but that's exactly what happened. That's the, what the whole gender affirming care is about. It's about them saying that, well, if they don't do it, well, mm -hmm. this person, this, this young person might end up doing something to themselves. So this is why we have to push for them <coughs> to be able to do it, even though by all data purposes, I've said this on the show before, nothing changes in that regards as regards to the self-harm after the change. Uh, anyway, it's almost as if there's just something going on upstairs that we need to be dealing with, but we don't deal with it anymore. In fact, we coddle it. Hell, in fact, we encourage it. Now and now it's infected these young people, but it's really simple as far as why it does that. It's because the older folk who who do that or are into that or that they may have transitioned themselves, they need children to validate themselves, which is why they are pushing that on that impressionable population. Because it's like, hey, if you are a kid, we we talk to. I, I always forget her name every time we're on the show. Uh, Sarah, the young lady that we talk Chloe to, Cole. Or, Chloe Cole, mm -hmm. that we talk to on the show, and and how it's basically like, hey you have to do this because we're protecting her by doing this. Even though that's the complete opposite of what's happening, you are abusing children, doctors are in on it, and I hate the fact that they just get full immunity simply because, well, they went to school for a very, very long time and now they're in the mutilating kids. You're a sick person and something's damn wrong with you. Yeah. You have to have people that are willing to do it, right? If there were no people willing to do it, then it wouldn't get done. Right. So I think we have a massive moral issue in the country. This is a it's a it's a huge I mean, we would say it's a spiritual battle. Right. It's a spiritual battle. But there's a moral issue here mm. because it seems that whenever you talk about sex, that you can't say definitively that something is right or wrong. Right. We've been told that you can't say that you can't say that this is not, say, for example, in line with natural law. You can't say that. It's off limits. So what has happened is this is this is bled into all different aspects of society where there is a certain and, and Dave, Ch Dave Chappelle, he talks about it. It is the the alphabet people, which by the way, they're all fighting against each other anyway. I mean he talks about like, you know, the L's don't like the G's. Right. And, and this is this is Everyone's getting like lumped in with the same thing and they're actually very, very different things, right? It's it's they're, they're very different. You know, being a transgender is very different to being gay. Is it different to be Which is why gay people are like... Gay, gays are like, what is this going on? Well, and also, like, you guys <clears throat> are just trying to eliminate gay people, right? When when they talk about transgender stuff, they're like, I, no, your your girl uh, who is a tomboy is not a boy. He, like, she's just gay, probably. And then, but, but then you look at gays against grooming, they mm -hmm. come out and they say something and they get absolutely hammered. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hang on a minute. Like, right. so, but but the, the main issue is this, is you have to be, people have to understand, we speak about this a lot. We spoke about it about coronavirus. You've got to get involved and you have to stand up. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. You, the, the days of us like going through our lives and thinking that there's some kind of an order in the world, that is gone. It's gone in America. There's no order. We're heading towards chaos. People are saying that lies are truths. That we, we, these, these surgeons, I mean, whatever happened to the Hippocratic Oath, that's gone. You know, they've been jabbing people, they're cutting people's like. It wouldn't happen if we didn't have moral people that said that this is fundamentally wrong. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. And, and we have, I've seen parents go, oh, this is my, my two-year-old transition. I said, let me tell you something, two-year-olds, I've got a bunch of kids, I can tell you, they don't think of any of that. Right. They don't think of any of that. So what we need to do, and this is the people out there, we have to understand that <clears throat> you've got to be willing to risk everything for these kids, like the greatest generation, we're willing to risk everything so that we, we could have liberation and we could have our lives and be free. They, it, being free doesn't mean doing everything that you want to do. Being free doesn't mean going out and shooting people and killing people. You know, you, you are operating within, you know, society's norms, right? And these, the Overton windows just gone. Like, I don't even know where that is anymore, mm-hmm. right? So we, people, in all seriousness, Sarah, five years ago, this wouldn't have been a thing. Five years ago, we're talking about kids that are cutting, they're going off, they, do, they don't even know, they don't know what they want. My 16-year-old has is, is got a 4.5 GPA, is really super smart, doesn't know what he wants to do in his life. They don't know. Brains, the, the male brain isn't formed till what, 25? Yeah. They don't know. Sometimes even after that, I, I question. I, I reckon about 50. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? I mean this is like, there's nothing more important than this. Yeah. I mean, this is literally the, the degradation of society. And, and it goes, it, it crosses over every single boundary because... There are parents that are okay in it. Let's say they don't. Okay, so the parents don't. Well, where, where's the next line of protection? Is it the teachers that are meant to protect them? They're not protecting them. Okay, so let's say the teachers are corrupt and, and they want to push their agenda. Then it's the, the medical staff. What is it? Do no harm. Isn't that their thing? Oh, no. Well, what they're doing is they're, they're wrecking people forever. Mm-hmm. Forever. Yep. And, and we have to understand, we've spoken about this before on the show, is places like Texas and, and Missouri and these other like red states that, that there are good God-fearing people in it, they've got to stand up. There is no, there's no coasting. We've got a bunch of people that are in the country that don't know what they're doing. It'll get very serious when there's some kind of, I think a lot of people with the balloon thing going back to that, they were like, what if this is an EMP? Right. Do you have any confidence in any of them doing anything for us? We've seen what they've done to Ohio. Do you think they'd come and help us? Right. Especially Texans. They'd be like, you saw what they were like when, when the freeze happened, which by the way, we did have another one and everything was okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, so for all the ones that were saying, oh, you guys, you. Yeah. So all I'm saying is people have to be engaged. They have to get involved. And if cutting a child's genitals is not getting you involved, then we're done. Yeah. We're done as a nation. It's over. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Bank on Yourself. So, you know, we've been brainwashed kind of into believing that the only way to grow your money is, you know, you're trying to grow your money for retirement. You got to risk it in the stock market, right? It's not true. You can reach your financial goals and your dreams without taking any unnecessary risks with Bank on Yourself. This is a much better way to grow and protect your money. And uh, this is... It's never had a losing year in over 160 years as a retirement plan alternative. I like that. I like those odds. It's guaranteed predictable growth and retirement income with no luck, no skill, no guesswork required. Your plan doesn't go backward when the markets tumble. Both your principal and growth are locked in. It's tax-free retirement income. You're going to know what your tax rate will be in retirement. Zero under current tax law, which will protect you from the incoming tax tsunami. You are in control. You get to access it for any purpose. No questions asked. not going to penalize you, the government, because uh, they're like, oh, you're taking it out too late. Oh, you're taking it out too early. None of that is going to happen. All right. You've got to try it out. 
You can go to bankonyourself.com slash matters, get a free report with all the details on how they're going to do this. I talked to these guys and it really blew my mind when they explained to me the strategy. It is really, really cool. So go there and get the report, understand what they're doing here and make an informed decision over at bankonyourself.com slash matters. That's bankonyourself.com slash matters. For those of you who watch regularly, you may have seen earlier this week, I think, Eric, you were here, we, uh, we talked about Leah Thomas on the issue mm-hmm. of transgenderism and um, just how deep and dark Leah Thomas's ideas, thoughts, life really is. It's not just a dude who's dressing up as a, a chick and women swimming, swimming competition. Gets very, very dark. There's a lot of sexual perversions there. And um, I, I wanna play for you a clip of a, a special interview that I did that is over at Blaze TV exclusively. By the way, you can use promo code NEWS. Save some extra money right now if you wanna sign up to go watch this interview with the girl who discovered it. Here is a clip of that. You mentioned Riley Gaines and, and the other women in the locker room who did not consent to turning around and seeing a, a dude's wiener in their faces. Like, sorry, I'm just, that's, that's me. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. This is how I speak. And, and so you, you talk about how they did not consent to that, but it really takes it to such a whole new level when you're talking about this specific sexual deviancy, because not only did they not consent to seeing it, but you're talking about a guy who gets off on literally parading around in front of them as women. So he is using them as his own part of his sexual pleasure. Right. And that takes it to a whole new level because that's not just, well, he just wants to be who he really is inside. And it's not fair that he doesn't get to change like a woman. These women were unwilling participants in his sexual pleasure, which by the way, don't even get me started on how freaking weird it is that someone is getting sexual pleasure from something other than some sort of a genital stimulation. Like that's why this is creepy. This is weird. This is total, total sexual deviancy. That, that Like this isn't any sort of genital stimulation. He's literally turning himself on by parading around as a woman in front of these unwilling participants in the locker room and the NCAA is permitting it. Uh, Three letters, it's called AGP. And I uh, very much invite you to tune into this one. It's, I, I didn't say that it's pleasant. It's not a pleasant thing to learn, but there's, there's satanic art going on. There is this, it, the, literally the sexual deviancy is a psychiatric disorder. Um, and these people are, are, are proud of it. They're proud of their deviancy. They're proud of their, of their mental disorders. And unfortunately we can't, uh, we c- Big Tech doesn't like us. Did I mention Big Tech doesn't like us? We can't, we can't play that interview for you. So you're going to have to make sure to go over to Blaze TV and uh, subscribe to watch that interview over behind the paywall. I hope that you tune in and um, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don Lemon was uh, conspicuously absent from CNN this morning today, just 24 hours after he uh, put his foot in his mouth just a little bit with a comment about 51-year-old Nikki Haley not being in her prime watch. 
this whole talk about age makes me uncomfortable. I think that I, I think it's the wrong road to go down. Mm. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What do you talk? Wait. I, that's not according to me. <laughs> prime like, for what? What? I, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll. If you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say mm-hmm. 20s, 30s, and 40s. Oh, I don't necessarily. 40s. Oh, I got another. I'm not saying decade. I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that. Well, you know, politicians aren't in their I think prime. You need to qualify. Are you talking about prime for like childbearing, yeah, or are you don't talking don't shoot about the prime I'm just for being saying president? What the facts are? Google it. Everybody what the at home. facts are? When is a woman in her prime? It says 20s, 30s, and 40s. And I'm just saying Nikki Haley oh should gosh. be careful about saying that politicians are not in their prime and we, they need to be in their prime when they serve because she wouldn't be in her prime, according to Google. Well, that didn't go well for him. And uh, he had to tweet out an apology. The reference I made to a woman's prime this morning was inartful and irrelevant, as colleagues and loved ones have pointed out. And I regret it. A woman's age doesn't define her either personally or professionally. I have countless women in my life who prove that every day. I can't get past him saying, don't shoot the messenger. It's just the facts. Like, what study was like, oh, it was this a scientific scientific data that you Googled it and it said a women are only in their primes in their 20s and 30s. They're exactly what they accuse you of. Yes. Every time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> God. Ugh. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.